This is Earth Radio. And now here's human music. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the podcast. This is your host, Danny. With me tonight is my co-host, Jaime. Hey there, everybody. Good to see you today. And also my other co-host, Louis. What's up, world? What's going on, everybody? It's Nerd Illusion. So, I just want to change up the uh, opening a little bit. Uh, so, what's up, guys? Uh, we didn't record in the last couple weeks. Um, we weren't able to get together because our uh, schedules were a little conflicting. And we died. Yeah, this we're is all the- dead. This is the Sixth Sense podcast now. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Wait a minute. Wait a hot minute. When did I die? Remember. Yesterday. Ghosts don't know that they died. Wait. Oh, I'm shit. Dead. That was, that no, was, I mean, I'll be honest. I see guys. dead people. I'll, I'll be totally honest. I did dye my hair. Hey. hey. So, okay. So, like. We didn't get to record uh, a couple weeks ago. Uh, I had a recording that was supposed to be released, and I accidentally deleted it. Aww. It was actually pretty good. Me and my sister got together. We talked about, because um, she is a CNA, and uh, we talked about COVID, how she got COVID back last year. As a CNA, what she's seeing with everything that's going on, and we just talked a little bit about like well, the importance of why... Why, when they were going through everything, they were only getting, like, certain PPE and stuff like that. So, I wanted to make it a little science podcast, you know, but unfortunately, it got deleted, so I'm going to have to re-record it. Uh, So, that'll be coming sometime soon. I will release that as a supplemental. We did get questions this week about why we didn't release a podcast. That's why. So, I want to say to the, the few people who did reach out and ask, it was accidentally deleted. But, we are together again today to record our podcast so uh over summer break no i'm just kidding uh so danny tell us tell us a little bit about your project at school oh the um the film class so my school i i think i mentioned a couple times now i have taken over the film class which we run a student run tv show and have recorded a couple episodes well one episode hasn't aired yet But, you know, kind of like student news program, interview teachers, other students, PSAs. But I am bringing my flair for the drama of filmmaking, which is crappy filmmaking, but it's been fun. Had a Ferris Bueller type spoof segment. And, you know, it's it's been fun to shoot that and edit it again. Uh, You know, the stuff I made was dumb and cheesy. It was not anything good. I'll be the first to tell you that. But it was fun. I enjoyed it. And getting to edit these clips and put music again and directing people uh, as little as what I did before. So this has been very fun. Um, and one of, one of the segments, which I think will catch on and be hilarious. You guys remember in Family Guy, uh, Ollie the Black Weatherman, where uh, they cut to him and he just talks really fast. And he's all like, it's going to rain, you know, or it's hot. You know, they like get they go. Thank, Thank you, Ollie. Ollie. Yeah, I'm I'm doing a segment like that with one of the students. So like every show, we're just gonna cut to him, and he's gonna be like, "It's hot outside," and then we just go back to the uh, anchors. That's that's clever. I like it. Yeah. So uh, I got to preview the episode. I have to say, it was pretty funny, and I hope that uh, DB International will release that on YouTube 
Well, there are school kids in it, so I probably can't and probably shouldn't. Um, you That's know, fair. That yeah. But the other films are out there, and if you want to see them, just drop a comment. All it takes is one person that says, "Hey, I want to see your crap." And I don't mean like when we say crap, like we have a bunch of crap lying around. I generally mean crap, but it's fun crap. So just one person in the chat, in the comments, and I'll roll the clip and, by and you posting know what? a you know, comment. And you know where you can see these? Uh, where we can make those comments are on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Hell yeah. Follow us Follow us there on all our social medias. Uh, so Lewis was talking in our pre-meeting about a wonderful little thing that's going to happen tomorrow which today's date is 92221 and by the and time this comes out we'll be very much outdated yep it'll be 9 yeah this will be out 927 uh, maybe like this will be th- this will be worth when we post the episode putting up if any of us had any luck getting them but yeah if somehow you're listening live or you listen in the next few hours while it's still unedited, um, Best Buy is physically restocking their shelves of PS5s and Xbox Series Xs. Um, I, From what I've seen, it's the disk drive versions for both and the digital for the, for the new Xbox. So mm-hmm. PS5 only CDs, and then Xbox, you have your choice of CD or digital. Um, I and be realistic about it. I looked into the specs of both, um, for the PS5 and the Xbox. Whether the disc version is better than the digital version, and the consensus is at least for the PS5, it's better to get the disc version because the discs are backwards compatible from older systems, while the digital stuff you have to literally rebuy the same title over again. So if you have a digital version of, for example, GTA 5 for the PS4, and you buy a digital-only PS5, you have to rebuy GTA 5 for specifically the PS5. That's horrible. Yeah. You know what? You know what I also heard? That, that the PlayStation, they're, they're negging on their digital upgrades. So now you have to pay for it. Because originally they were saying that, oh, if you have a digital version of Grand Theft Auto, oh. you get the digital version of Grand Theft Auto Five as a free upgrade. No, now you I feel pay like for it. that was mainly a promotion for when it first came out, because a lot yeah. of games well, were saying it was. that. But now I've I've noticed, and I notice it more on the Xbox Store. The Xbox Store is a lot more explicit, where they you can go to a game. Let's take for example, I I just had this happen with uh, NBA Two K Twenty Two, which I want to talk about. I know nobody else plays it. I know nobody else is into it, but oh, that's fine. That'll be that'll be in our uh, that will be in because our video feed... game section. Well, because it, it, it'll also feed into a good debate. Um, okay. So when I was gonna pre-order two K twenty two, I had half of mine to go to GameStop and pre-order physically because I typically do that. But that was also when I was also doing that when physical. The physical disc and the physical like copy of everything, as far as a game is concerned, truly meant a lot to me. And nowadays, it really doesn't. It, it more feels like, especially with the Xbox, it feels like it's slowing me down more than anything else. So I looked into it. And I did not get a physical copy. I ended up getting digital. But 
I did the pre-order through 2K21. Um, in the last like week or two before they pulled it off a of Game Pass for the Xbox, they were running a promotion where you can pre-order the next version to come out, mm-hmm. and you'll start off with the deluxe edition where you get like a bunch of free extra virtual currency. You get a couple extra my team packs, their their card building game, and uh, something else. You oh. It came with the Xbox One version and the next-gen Xbox S slash Xbox X version of the game already. And I was a little leery, but I did it, paid for it, and then when it was ready to be pre-installed, I went to my purchase games and checked it out, and I had two icons. One that said pre-install um nba 2k22 and then it said nba 2k22 optimized for xs and so i was like oh so there's two there's literally two versions of it there's the xbox one version which i i have and i'm playing and then the xs version which i can't use right now but when i do get it i already have it attached to my account so i can just jump into that one when i get the new console so at least at least the xbox is a lot more explicit as saying hey in this edition you get everything in this other one you'll get the next one but this is the difference in price between the two or they're the same price or whatever like it'll it's a lot more explicit playstation you literally have to flip through each individual um selling page for each version to try to tell what the difference is so so my question is what was the difference in price um to get just the regular so the one i got that came with the next gen version was a hundred bucks but because of all the other extras too but the next gen console version by itself was 70 so i paid 30 bucks to get the next gen console plus the the current gen so it kind of works out I paid for like a game and a half and I got two games. It's basically the same game, but you get it for two different consoles. Mm-hmm. Interesting. I don't like that. I don't like that uh, PlayStation originally said that, oh yeah, you could upgrade your games from PS4 to PS5, and now they're charging people to just make the PS5. Xbox said the same thing. But I but I also feel like, that I, I and you guys will probably know, I'm, I'm probably wrong, but... I feel like that's only if you have the digital game. If you have the physical game, they will give you the free upgrade still, I believe. I'm not 100%, but I believe. I'm not sure. You know what? Let's ask Rob, because Rob's going to correct us on the Facebook page. So, Rob, go ahead and correct us on that. He'll pro- Wiki Rob? No, no, he'll, prob- he'll probably skip this part. Well, he doesn't play video games, so... This is, this is, um, this is the filler match in the in the pay-per-view that is the the podcast well our podcast sometimes is not catered for everyone it is a subset weird niche of hodgepodge things that we talk about but we are nerds and sometimes smart yeah i am smart smrt uh, i mean smart well as you know yeah but that's what i said what's, hold that's on. what i said hold on. let's really test the smartness of the group what's the longest word you could spell off just your memory. No, I, no, I'm not playing this game. I'm out. 
<laughs> I can't. I can't do that. Uh, so, 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 speaking of video games, uh, right now there's smile because it's about a mile. Yeah. <laughs> roll the clip. Probably roll the clip. If we had it, probably miss. Probably roll the clip. Probably a uh, Mississippi. That's the only thing that comes to mind. Hmm. Close. I see. I can't spell that. I can't. So that's impressive for me. So so check it out. M M. Wait, hold on. M I S S I S S I P P I. Can we get a Google on that? No, one? I I pretty sure he's judges? right. Pretty sure he's right. Judges. The judges agree. He's good. Judges agree. Let's go with it. It's fifty points to Team Danny. Yeah, Team Danny. Uh, you'll get a gift. Ba- no, no, no. You'll get a gift basket in the mail. Yay. The gift baskets are in the mail. <laughs> where do where do I redeem my prize at the counter? You you have to take the gift basket that's at your house. You have to mail it out. And you have to go to the post office and mail it to yourself. Yes. All right. <laughs> Finally, I get one of my gift baskets. We also we want to give a, a gift basket to the first person to type in the comments the longest word they could spell without looking it up and no autocorrect on Facebook and no Google. We want to see a video of you doing it live. So screen record your phone. My money's on Rick. My money's on Rick. Spell us a word, Rick. Yes. Rick Sanchez? Well, Rick Simmental. What? what? Oops. Aww. I'll remove that part. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure it'll probably be Rick. Um, so video game wise, uh, I got invited to the Halo Technical. And it'll be going for two. For me. And, it'll be going for, for me two and different. 90% of the audience. What the is a halo technical so what it is it's going to be a uh it, they're stress testing like a beta yeah, it's a beta they're stress testing um halo the multiplayer this time last time they did single with multiplayer elements the multiplayer and it was just like wait no the whole it was only uh multiplayer last time they didn't do any single player. no no it was it was it was single in the fact that you weren't playing against other people oh Oh, you mean like that training, that little training? I, I saw like the fire, like a fire. Yes. Yeah, okay. Uh, yeah, so so it's like four guys. Yeah, fire team. So it was fire team. It was like four guys versus AI. And oh, so, apparently so it, the AI was... The spec ops, right? No, no, no. The AI was fucking brutal. They were vicious. They The AI mm. literally... No, no, no. The AI literally will kill people and then teabag them. <laughs> That's the AI. Like Are we seriously, sure those developers? No, playing? they're AI only. Wow. The AI was so advanced that they were like literally strafing and dodging like shots, killing what the killing they, the actual players and then teabagging. Guys from the early two thousands. I don't know. From the black Xbox, the hell? I don't know, but that sounds like Halo Two territory. Oh, yeah, it does. But so check this out. So I got invited. It'll start uh, tomorrow, actually. Yeah, Thursday, the twenty third. Through Saturday, I think the twenty sixth, and then they're gonna do it again, uh, September 29th through October. 3rd. Is is there? So they're gonna have to do two. Technicals. Is there supposed to be an open beta? You know, no, oh. there's not. That's no. what the technicals are for. I don't actually. No, 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 no. They will. Uh, from what I read, they will have an open beta, just like they always do. But they want the technical to be stress tested by people who have Halo Waypoint and signed up for that. Uh, I signed up. Many, many years ago when they were getting ready to release Halo on the PC, which is where I mainly play it. But I really haven't played since Season 1. I'm going to be 100% honest. Um, I, I, I'm on Way- Halo Waypoint 
mostly because I've played the Master Chief Collection, even though I haven't, I haven't finished a single fucking campaign <laughs> since they originally came out. And well, my idea was, I'm gonna play all of the Master Chief Collection. I'm still on like. I like well, the one game that I played was Reach. That was my my. Uh, oh, Reach butter. was the first one I finished. See, Reach. I've I been... loved Reach. I've been debating replaying them, but I mean, I don't have time <laughs> as much as I used to. But yeah. I mean, honestly, honestly, if you're gonna replay one of them, I would, I would say reach for the memories. But you well, may want to play. Five. Well, but no, five sucks. Yeah, no, I don't mean, even. five is garbage. No, five, five was five, five was trash, get, and I will never play five over again. I mean, no, at least I, for the new style. No, that's trash. I hope it's more closer to the original i mean i love the original halo trilogy uh i loved reach as well halo 4 i didn't feel was that bad um halo 5 i mean the multiplayer was still great because it was still the standard halo multiplayer but i just i didn't enjoy and it wasn't bad halo 5 guardians but it just wasn't as good as the rest you know um well, well, I'll say this: it's because three four three took right, over. Right, because Bungie left. Yeah, Bungie left to develop Destiny, and they're still working on that IP. Uh, but three four three did the best they could with Halo Four, which I thought was pretty exceptional. But Halo Five was straight. You know, garbage. I think it was I terrible think... It, to me. It was clunky. It wasn't great. The story sucked, and they they leaned more heavily into the multiplayer where you had to buy. Uh, their stupid, uh, their uh, transactions, their their microtransactions, and I'm not interested. You in know, I think just the issue gameplay wise, uh, the final Halo, well, Halo Three. You know, I I know uh, Bungie did Reach, but um, you know, for like the core series, how it started was released in September 2007, and two months later, Call of Duty Modern Warfare released, and that changed first person shooters from that point on. You know, Halo was revolutionary when that came out for consoles, and then Call of Duty changed it again. And then I think later iterations, it became too much Call of Duty, or at least an attempt to be too much Call of Duty. And of course, well, Call of Duty, I can honestly say, is not that great. I, 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 in my honest opinion, don't like Call of Duty after I played. I think it was Black Ops Two. It's the last Call of Duty game that I played. Well, I mean, you left out. You, you left on a high note. Yeah, because Call of Duty Two was, I no, I don't want to say what Modern I think Warfare it's Two still currently. Wait, so Black Ops or Modern Warfare? No, no, no. Black Ops is separate from Modern Warfare. Modern Warfare is a completely yeah, different but, series. Yeah, but you just you brought up Black Ops Two. Modern Warfare. Where did you stop? Black Ops Two. Did we? Oh man, I'm. Well, anyway, there. I mean, there's Call of Duty games that come out every year. At, at a point, it was just like yeah. They do, you know. Yeah. I mean, but then again, but, well, well, well here's the thing. Hyman, I think Hyman made a good point by by stopping at a uh, Black Ops Two because that truly is when the tipping scale went from there's a story that you can follow whether you play just multiplayer or you play a mix of the single player campaign and multiplayer. Because after I think Black Ops Two. I mean, shit gets way too. Out yeah, they there. did. They there's did advanced, advanced warfare. warfare. Yeah. There's, there's the remake. Well, the remake of Modern Warfare was good. It just, 
it, it didn't upgrade. well was it a, was it a remake or a, a remake wasn't it a remaster i mean because it was they did both they re they remastered one and two oh yeah oh yeah 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 the, oh sorry the, because yeah, that's that's right. I I forgot. I I did play the reboot one, and you know, and like they had a bigger emphasis on the story. That's right. I forgot about that one in 2019 with the same title. I mean, you know, it was same gameplay mechanics, same set pieces. You know, well, I I enjoyed thing. it because I I enjoyed it because I stopped playing Call of Duty for like five years. I think the Kevin Spacey one was the last one I played, um, and then I stopped. I know the Kevin's uh, press press F to pay respects, gentlemen. Uh, not we're not respecting Kevin Spacey. You know he's a piece of shit. Uh, but I, no, we're respecting the death of the. We're we're, we're uh, quoting the meme, but um, I I played the reboot only because I stopped playing Call of Duty for a while, and I was like, okay, I'm kind of bored, and you know I saw it. I'm like, okay, so it was kind of fun for a bit, but at the end of the day, it was still Call of Duty. Well, the thing about Call of Duty is they really don't upgrade their uh, their game engine. And it's kind of, they just keep building on the bones of an old game engine. Well, and... And that to me is like, that's not great. Like, do something as, different. At, and they came out with, I think, Warzone, right? Warzone came out recently, and that well, game that was, didn't interest me at all either. Because it looks like that garbage. That was very much a response to Pub- Fortnite yeah. and PUBG. Battle Royales. Those games came out, blew up, they were free, and all you had to do was just buy skins, which if you're a young, you know, what, seven, eight, nine, ten year old kid, you know, you're going to school with your friends, you have a game system, but you can't go and buy games all the time, especially because now games are sixty bucks each. Or more. You get a free game like like, you know, Fortnite which is, it's free to play, you can jump in at any time, and your friends all have it because it's also free. I mean, really, like, that 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 popularity stream, that you wonder why they're a multi-million dollar company in the matter of a couple months. But see, here's the, here's the problem I have with that. You, you, I think you, you hit the nail on the head without realizing it. It's a free game, seven, eight-year-olds are going to play it, it's a game that it promotes like shooting people. That's the that's the other thing. That's what these games are. They're shooters, and you got little seven eight year olds that are playing this game. Like no, they shouldn't be. This should be like a mature game. Like you should have an age restriction to play the game. That that's my opinion. But to go back to uh, to some other shooters, uh, Call of Duty came out and it was pretty successful. Battlefield 3 came out in 2011, really changed the game with their innovative frost, uh, you know, EA and, and DICE came out with the Frostbite engine, which is now used by most EA studios. And I think that was really amazing because they changed, they changed the level of realism for it. They actually went out and got real sounds and all that other stuff. And, and I get it. Call of Duty versus Battlefield, people are going to be up in arms in the comments. Comment which one you like better, Battlefield or Call of Duty on our Facebook page, Twitter, Instagram. Um, I'm a Battlefield guy myself just because I love Battlefield. It's always been a uh, series that I loved. Uh, they'll be getting a beta here real soon too. But Warzone just released a, a new map or something and they, they're, 
they touted uh, not being able to get hacked or something, and apparently they're already selling wall hacks for this thing. That's how bad Activision bungled it. Um, I think that, again, the game's not that great, in my opinion, but, you know, everybody has their own opinion about video games. Um, also in the shooting realm, if you're playing Division 2, you log into your character, your character might disappear. It's a known bug, they don't know why, but it's happening. Uh, I play Division 2 a lot, but it happens to people on PS4, PS5, Xbox, both Xboxes, like the new, the new gen and the old gen. Uh, your character just disappears and you can't access the character, which kind of sucks, because if you've time-synced so much time into a character and they disappear... It's kind of a it's, it kind of hurts because it's kind of like a slap in the face, but the devs are working on it. They're trying to get everything back. So, um, but back to the Halo. I'll be playing that. I'll let you guys know how. It yes, went. please do. And this time you can actually record video because last time, last time you weren't you weren't a, you were allowed to, but you weren't. People still did it anyway. This time, ever they're encouraging people to stream it. And, Play it and all kinds of other stuff. So, Rob will fact check us on that as well. I'm telling you, he doesn't play video games. He won't comment on that. Or maybe or he he'll will. maybe he'll say that he likes Call of Duty, or maybe he likes Battlefield. We don't know. Maybe he's the number one player in the world. You never know. Yeah, better than better than Ninja. Okay. Or he he can have. Or other he'll hobbies, just bring guys. up Pong. He's stuck on Pong. Or he plays WWE. Uh, I don't know what the latest WWE game is. I don't really care, dude. I I can't I can't keep up at this point. It really doesn't feel like there's much of a point to keep up. Yeah, because don't they? Well, there was that WWE. Aren't they all buggy now? Super. Yeah, wasn't it, what was the last one they released? That stupid one where they all look. Like oh the, yeah, yeah. Weird troll dolls, like the kid aimed one. Yeah, it's garbage. Um. Yeah, 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 yeah. Speaking of garbage, good segue for something. Oh, go for it. Uh, no, I'm, yeah. I'm just saying. I like that segue, but I got nothing. Well, I can I can bring up uh, the editor story we talked about. Not to um, <laughs> speaking of garbage, back to the Last Jedi. No, I'm not. I'm not bringing this up to trash the trilogy again. But this this okay. did pop up, and I did find it interesting. The original editor of Star Wars. Uh, her name is uh, Marsha Lucas. I'm pretty sure no relation to George, but she edited uh, Star Wars in 1977. She got an Oscar nomination. I'm not sure if she won for it. You can correct me if I'm wrong. I have to double check that. I, I do know. Rob will correct I, us on I that. do know the original Star Wars was nominated for Best Picture, but did not win. Um, so she said with regards to the president of Lucasfilm, Kathleen Kennedy, and director J.J. Abrams, that they don't have a clue about Star Wars. Interesting. She says she likes them, they're good people, um, don't have a clue, they don't get it, and J.J. Abrams is writing these stories. When I saw that movie where they kill Han Solo, I was furious. I was furious when they killed Han Solo. She added, absolutely, positively, there was no rhyme or reason to do it. I thought, 
you don't get the Jedi story. You don't get the magic of Star Wars. You're getting rid of Han Solo. Which, you know, this is more with the um, Force Awakens. You know, I actually don't mind that they killed Han Solo. Not that I wanted to um, him to die. But, you know, I felt it was handled well. I, I think there may have been no rhythm to the rest of the trilogy. Um, but it sounds like she's kind of trashing just the first one. Mm-hmm. So I just, I just, fu- I just like find it. it interesting that somebody who worked on the original original is commenting on it. So well, I mean, that's what you hope. So check though. this out. You hope so, that you get insight from the people who, who had a, a, a an actual hand in making the, those kind of things, especially like. Like you said, she had a hand in the original trilogy, the the, the outright original. Yeah, trilogy, she was the right? editor for A New Hope. Okay. So check this out. So Star Wars 1978 was nominated for Best Original Score, Best Costume Design, Best Supporting Actor, Best Visual Effects, Best Film Editing, Best Director, Best Production Design. Special Achievement Academy Award, Best Original Screenplay, Best Sounding Mix, and Best Picture. And it lost to Annie Hall in 1978. You know what's a little funny about the uh, original screenplay? Uh, I mean, yes, it is original screenplay, um, but it follows like beat for beat the hero's journey. You know, the modern structure uh, written by Joseph Campbell on the hero's journey about like the outline that the hero, the story must take. It's almost like beat for beat. (laughs) So, um, but, you know, I mean, you see that in so many movies, at least first movies, you know, if they establish and franchise, then you can start playing around with the script. But, you know. But I I find it interesting that she called out uh, the new trilogy because, yes, it's kind of poorly written at some points. One of the best uh, things that can be pointed out to its poorly written, uh, the way it was poorly written was, and somehow Palpatine returned. I think that'll always stand out as like one of the worst ways to vocalize something. That's that's uh, only because you didn't play the Fortnite tie-in that explained how he came back. Because, you know, we all got to play Fortnite now before movies come out. Yeah, which which that was a little odd. I I always found that odd that he Palpatine came back in Fortnite before. I think that's probably uh, like the movie. Was that's released. probably like a studio mandate now with promotion. You know, they do the tie-in with Fortnite and they're like, oh, we need something exclusive to get people to play Fortnite and buy the Star Wars packs or however they sell stuff in Fortnite. Mm-hmm. Again. Like Fortnite's more geared towards children and microtransactions. That's how they get you. Yeah. I mean, but not to not to say I don't share some of the same opinions with you guys about this new trilogy. Um, but just to kind of play devil's advocate because I I, I feel it's necessary in the scenario. Um, you guys. How old were you guys when you guys watched the original trilogy? I was probably eight. 
maybe slightly older, 10, but around that age range. Okay, so... I don't know. I feel like... I feel like that was the appropriate age to be at in order to... I, I don't know. I, I feel like when George Lucas was making these films originally, that's kind of the age group. You know, the seven to and reaching for it here the seven to 15 year olds who are just starting to expand their horizons looking to um to build their own opinions about things maybe to build their own uh not collections but i guess their their own ideas of what they like in movies and things like that and maybe we're just aged out of it uh, well, have you guys put any thought into that maybe like maybe we're 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 not necessarily the right age anymore to appreciate i uh, to appreciate star wars for what it is that that's uh, i don't know the about only that. the the only reason um, i'll say against that is just i think you know and not to sound like i'm harping on it but like the biggest issue i've had is the different directors you know, they went from J.J. Abrams to Ryan Johnson to was going to be Colin Trevivor. I don't know if I'm saying his name right. But then they uh, sacked him and brought back J.J. It was just conflicting visions and not a cohesive story throughout the trilogy. Speaking of visions, have you guys seen Star Wars Visions? Not yet. On Disney Plus? It is... Uh, they they have some anime companies that actually animated these uh these oh, dude one of them is so no. beautiful like you said visions I that kind of brought it up I saw one episode it was so visually stunning I was just like I know Mappa did one of the oh, episodes nice. uh, one of the companies that did uh Jujutsu Kaisen that did Attack on uh, Ti- one of our favorite shows on here Attack on Titan did the, yeah, did the yeah, whole yeah. season of Visions drop or just like uh. Yeah, all I think all nine episodes are are on there. They're about fifteen minutes long. Each. Okay, I have to go check that out. They're really the I saw one of them. I thought it was really good. Um, just speaking of that, but I'll, I'll let me say this. So back when I was about eight or nine, uh, my uncle Jerry, uh, who's since uh, passed, um, he was the one that kind of got me into Star Wars. He would tell me about like this this uh, this series of you know, sci-fi, because he, he was a lot, he was into reading books, sci-fi, that kind of stuff, and because of him, I read the books Dune, uh, I got into Star Wars, I I got so much into the sci-fi, because he'd always tell me about stuff like that, and I thank my Uncle Jerry for that, because uh, he gave me such a such a knowledge and thirst for uh, finding stuff like that, so I was always, you know, I was always kind of the weird kid who... Uh, Kind of went around and talked about movies and stuff like that, and in part it's because of my uncle Jerry. And I just want to say I love you, Uncle Jerry. Uh, my uncle Abel listens. I just want to give a quick shout out to my uncle Abel as well. Uh, when I graduated high school, my uncle Jerry and my uncle Abel actually bought me my first computer, which was a Dell computer. And here's the best part: when they bought me that computer, they bought me the Star Wars uh, Legacy set. So it came with, I believe it came with like six Star Wars games. Phantom Menace was one of them, uh, and then there was there was uh, some uh, some Star Wars games where it was kind of like a Starcraft, where you had to build units and 
take on the Empire. So it was kind of like that. But I will never forget uh, my two uncles who spent money and actually, you know, bought me something that was a little, in my opinion, was very useful. Um, I recently found those discs. So I'm going to install them on my computer. And <laughs> nice. Nice. Hell yeah, dude. Um, but but again, I'm you know, I'm not gonna knock people for when they found Star Wars. Mm-hmm. You found Star Wars when you found Star Wars and became a fan when you became a fan. But, and this is something that I have to sometimes remind myself when I'm critiquing continuing series. Like I'll 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 jump into something different. When I discovered Power Rangers. The OG, the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. I was, I was the right age. I was five years old, four years old, um, and up until maybe I was ten. So I think I went from Mighty Morphin to Zio to Turbo Rangers, and I was maybe around like ten, eleven when it started to feel too kid like, and I was just out. I was out for a while. I think I only really rediscovered it when they did. Um, and I'm gonna, I'm not gonna remember the exact ones, but I think it was the Dino Force or something like that when they brought back the old Green Ranger as a series regular again. And I kind of was watching in and out a couple episodes here and there when I could find them, but I, I don't know. I I still always go back and rewatch those movies, uh, like the the old Mighty Morphin, the old Turbo movie. I still watch the old episodes. Um, honestly, just out of partly out of habit, but partly also because it does take me back to a point that I I do love in my childhood. Um, I don't know if I can, aside from the fact that it's so many different iterations that came up in the last few years i don't know if i can go back and watch those those other series you know you've got stuff like there's lost galaxy time force rpm um, yeah a lot of that stuff i I know whatever just it's just power rangers with superlatives thrown about (laughs) and i don't know i don't know if i could go back and watch everything everything um and it happens with collectibles too like i'm only collecting right now mighty morphin stuff and when they have a couple zeo things out eventually when they get around to doing the turbo collection i'll jump on turbo stuff but i mean you know when it hits it hits right and i think that's the problem with star wars i think many people hold this idea of star wars that like it's this amazing set of movies you can't build on a classic it's perfect just the three originals and the same way it happened with the prequel trilogy where people were bashing on it because it was bad. And I think if we look at it with objective eyes, we'll realize, yeah, they're not good movies. They're not like the original trilogy, obviously, but they're not as bad as I think we want to, we want to remember them. Uh, And I I think think the same will be said with the, with this new trilogy. The, the, the future trilogy, if you will. Well, I think they're not good movies. You can argue maybe the first of the new trilogy is decent. 
But if you ask a kid who this is their first Star Wars movies they're ever seen in theaters, this is probably on level as the trilogy is with us. Well, sir, while I may not agree with what you have to say, I will defend to the death your right to say it. He said the line, guys. He said it's over. It's done. He said the line. I, we, <laughs> we, I, I, we, but we, we had a we had a pre production meeting before you came, and at some point, <laughs> I wanted him to say yeah, that line that's, because I, it's very important. It's it's important to say that while while people will always have an opinion about things, uh, it's okay to have an opinion because that's you're a person, you're a human being. Everybody's different. Uh but it's important also to know that you know we can have a uh, discussion about it and uh, have recourse and actually say, "Hey, I may not like that movie, but that's cool." Like, "Hey, that's that's all." And you. I mean, but at the, but at the end of the day, at the end of the day, Rob is going to correct us. Well, that is that is more than likely true. And if he does, hi, Rob. Good good to hear from you as always. Uh, but I will say this. We're if, if none of us here have noticed in a couple of weeks we're about to hit the same problem soon with another set of movies. I'm waiting to see if it jumps into either one of your heads. The Matrix. Yep. Yeah. No, I already know. The same problem. No, no. See, here's the problem with the Matrix. This new Matrix movie. Hold on. Let me guess. SJW. I look. Sorry, I had. Yes and no. No, no, yes and no. Yes and no. Just to see a No, no, no. Yes and no. Yes and no. Because right now, some people are saying that um, while the Wachowskis were males when they wrote the movie, they have since transitioned and become... Well, only uh, only Lana Wachowski is no. involved with this. No, no. Both of them did. Both. Right. Both no, no. They, no, no here, I know no, Lana no. Wachowski... They both transitioned, but no, only I, Lana Wachowski... Yeah, I'm saying only, is, only is Lana Wachowski is doing this Matrix. Yeah, they, they both uh, cha- correct, changed correct. genders, but um, Andy correct. is... But is he like the... Th- or she... Well, didn't Andy. they... Didn't they still co-write this? I think no. it's just Lana. I think it's just Lana. But here, here's the here's what I'm trying to get at. Um, recently, I read uh, that they were saying that the Matrix is a allegory for transgenderism and all this other stuff. Like, I and I, they've made a point about it. And someone that I know um, made a counterpoint. And it was a very. I, I wish I could find that thread. It's it's on Facebook. I, I and it's it was like three weeks ago, so it's buried now at this well, point. Well, I'll, I'll say this much: if you can find it, like screenshot it, save it for when the movie comes out, and I go see it. I I wish I could find that thread. I don't know where it is. I have no clue. I I know where but it is. Somebody made it's, a really good point it's in about the Matrix now. Yeah, it is. It really is. You know, but he made a really good point of, of like, while you can say a movie is something to someone, you can't go back and say, oh, this is what it really was. Because we don't know. We don't know how it's to be interpreted because you can't, you well, can't change the rules on things. You just can't. Well, it's, it's kind of I weird, mean, but if, it makes sense. If you're the director yeah, of it, well, you mean, could. But the director never outright said that either, so. No, but didn't they say it? No, no, no. You know what? You, you know what? No, I got to agree with Danny on this one. 
I think if you're the one creating the the, the property or the whatever it is, you call the shots. At the end of the day, it's your vision, it's your idea, it's what you put, you know, pen to paper to film the screen. Um, so if that's their what they wanted to interpret with the Matrix and the sequels, then that's what it is. Now your interpretation can be different, but that's just because also your reality is different than theirs. True, it's like everyone's Matrix is going to be different than every than, mm-hmm. than your mm-hmm. own. No, I believe like, that. No, I totally much, get it. As much as we're all interconnected, like my my matrix, my my matrix world is going to be different than yours, even though if we share similarities because of similar interests and stuff like that. Right. But ah, that's that's a hard one because I I heard something similar on a from a YouTube channel, Mister Sunday Movies. I think I think you guys might might watch that stuff too, where they do retrospectives on on different movies. And yeah, they they touched on it, I think, in their re-review of the Matrix, the first Matrix movie. And they talk about how it has that kind of symbolism. Uh, I don't know. I I know I have the video saved somewhere. I've I've seen it a couple times already. Well, I've seen it once or twice. And yeah, if if you go back, and I I went back and I rewatched those movies. I'm probably going to rewatch them again soon. There's some of that in there, but I feel like this is more just maybe not a transition movie. I think this is more what it says about the duplicity of identity. Spell duplicity. Uh, the what? Spell duplicity. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, uh, hey, hey, call back to what we said earlier. D- fucking spell a word. Okay, I D- got one for you. D- you- I got one for you. Anti-disestablishmentarianism. A N T I T Wait, 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 wait. A Not gonna do it. I was about to say. Suck a dick. You can't even spell Versace. Versace. Okay, hold on. V E R S A C E? Versace? I feel like there's an H in there somewhere, but you're probably right. No, there's no H. I know there's no H. Oh, I have. Speaking of Versace, I have a quick interesting point. Um, I didn't watch, I don't know if anybody ever watched American Crime Story. They did the OJ season. Second season was a Versace. I didn't see that one. But uh, th- I saw I saw the OJ season. I saw four of the Versace episodes. And then I, I, I stopped watching it because I think I, I ran out of space on my DVR and it stopped recording it. Um, I've only seen the first episode. Yeah, of the, the Bill new- Clinton one. I I find it interesting because I always knew about the scandal, but like I was a kid and I knew there was a scandal. Um, but like you know, because I I haven't really followed too much up on Bill Clinton because you know I wasn't paying attention to it when I was a kid. I knew he was in trouble and it was a sex scandal and read about it like you know the past and so forth. Bill uh, Bill Clinton is not one of the. Um, regions I, I i teach for history but it's just it's kind of interesting to see this um you know because it's fairly modern um compared to like some of the other tv shows and president shows they always have well, so so well speaking of uh speaking of bill clinton uh, no 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 just speaking of a uh, no no allegations uh something came out last week 
Are we, are we going into the legal part of the podcast? No, no, there's no legal part. But last week, last week, an episode of the TV show came out. Oh, I know what you're going. And someone got canceled this week because of something that they did on the flight to hell. The flight from hell. Oh. Yeah, the flight from oh, hell. Yes. So, oh, yeah. so the dark side of the ring came out last week and it delved into... Uh, the flight from hell, or the flight to hell, whatever. The the flight from hell, yeah. Where wrestlers so be hot. wrestlers, boys be boys, and someone decided to wear a robe and accost a uh, flight attendant. Huh. Do Do you remember the description of what he was doing? He was walking do, back and forth. Do we have to say windmilling his yeah. uh, windmilling his his uh, manhood? Um, it, it, to quote the wrestler. Uh, and I'm not going to say the wrestler's name because we don't have that kind of legal money. No, we don't. He he would walk up and down the aisle with his robe open, um, in quotes, helicoptering his penis, mm-hmm. his large endowment. Mm-hmm. Apparently, it, it was an endowment to be held and seen from a far distance. So here's the thing. WWE is trying to distance themselves by removing... This person's stuff from their shop and That's all kinds an of stuff. Statement, no, 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 no. Hold on, hold on. They even did a. They did two segments on that animated TV show where they where they let him tell his story about how all the women wanted it, and he, you know, again, boys be boys. And now it's all catching up to him, and he's released yep. two really stupid statements. The first one made absolutely no sense. So I'll say this much: the plane ride from hell. After it was all said and done, was kind of like this urban myth that no one really talked about, and which is why I didn't understand when WWE had their own network and app and everything, and it was in a controlled thing. I still didn't understand why they turned such a horrible story into a kid-friendly animated segment. That yeah it made zero sense to me. There's two segments like, oh. actually. No, yeah, there's two segments. But when they talked about it in the first trailer for that kids cartoon thing, whatever, mm-hmm. it was in the trailer. I know. It well, made no sense. No, I didn't but, understand why they were doing it because it's like you are literally turning a sexual assault into a fun time cartoon for kids. Mm-hmm. That's not well, I'm just go. curious, and maybe you guys know, or, or maybe this is for Rob to correct, not making fun of him, but, like, was uh, the dark... But we're not making fun was, of him at all. Was Never. this one, I mean, uh, new information that he tried to get the flight attendant to touch him? Because that, if, you know, that part is assault, you know? Uh, according to him, he never yeah, he's, he, asked he's, her Yeah, he's that. saying that, and they're saying otherwise... Like before, you know, that animated segment and whatever they talked about had, I, I mean, I think I knew and I heard, or they maybe talked about him doing that, but did they ever say before that he did that to the flight attendant? Um, so, so as far as, as far as I know, and again, my, I have a much more limited knowledge than Rob would, but I feel like I heard from Rob that WWE kept it very much in house and hush hush and the big reason why it's blowing up now 
outside of the fact that it became relevant with the Dark Side of the Ring interviews, is because this is the first time one of the actual flight attendants right that spoke out was interviewed for it. And and yeah. you know you know the thing about that is is like, uh, they interviewed her. She was willing to go on camera and actually say this happened to me. And they paid them. They paid them out a hush money, way back when. Mm-hmm. And here's the thing. And and she has the receipts. She shows the court document. Yeah, in yeah. the Documentary. So so here's the thing. WWE knew what was going on. They just chose to yeah. cover it up. And well, I mean, was that right like on their behalf? The testimonials. But... Vince was on the plane. Like like you could not have had a more direct line to management than Vince McMahon sitting just one curtain away. But here's the other thing. That there was another wrestler who happened to be on that plane. Uh, who made some comments. Oh. You know, not realizing because when they interview them, they don't interview them together. They don't know that they're being interviewed. You know, who they're interviewing for this episode. They just cut it together. This other wrestler said, well, maybe she brought it upon herself. Who knows? You know, and then she even said that she was going through problems with her husband because of what happened. And he kind of like shrugged it like he kind of was like, well, you know, she shouldn't ask for it. And it was kind of it was kind of that. I'm not saying that's the exact quote, but it was. Yeah, it was very much. She brought it upon herself. I'm remembering right now. I'm remembering right now that moment, the second time he said Mm -hmm. it. And I think the second time he said it, I think he meant. That she shouldn't have asked. Not that she shouldn't have asked for the money or anything like that, or the hush money or whatever. I think what he meant it in as if she felt that strongly that it was the sexual assault that it was. She should have pursued it. it. it you should have pursued, pursued it, it and not taken the money. Yeah. So, you know. But but he she got brought he, up. She did bring up the point that um her husband did not want it to be public because they had just had a kid. And that was starting to go to school. And yeah. so the ridicule that would have followed her would have would have been horrible. And I agree with that a lot. Yeah, I, I do understand too. their point a lot. I totally do, too. And you know what sucks the most? You know, because of his comments, he was removed from his podcast. He was removed from live tapings and all that other stuff. Meanwhile, we have the the assaulter. And that's a mint. Who will not be named. We're not going to name him no. because we don't have that kind of money. Name. It's it's libel or slander, whatever the hell. Because we're talking about it, and you know we don't really know what. Well, happened. I don't. We I don't. There. I don't, don't know. think he's gonna listen. But we would just be reporting what we heard on a TV show. Just use your not to yes. get teacher mode, but just use your citations, as stated in Dark Side of the yes. Ring, Wikipedia. Yes. And then yes. whoa. So as stated on Dark Side of the Ring, he assault. He sexually assaulted her. And didn't Rob Van Dam? He's saying he didn't. Also say they were like you know have sex with passed out girls. He did. Yeah, he brought that yeah. up too. So, so but there I was like, a lot of things. I, I, that not not that I like it, but it's it's funny how he put it as in like, well, yeah, the thing in the the thing in the back was you know you would h bomb people, you would drug people. Oh yeah, they give people healthy sex. You'll have sex with their like you know strewn about bodies or whatever, and I'm just like, they would just give people to years of sexual assault, rape, and yeah. drugging people. Yeah. You, you you stupid stoner! What the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> you know, and they 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 said the drug was Helcyon. I've never heard of that, and 
Yeah. No, that's, that's crazy. That's gnarly. Stuff, yeah, man. that's gnarly. So, but again, the, just like I think he even said it himself, and I think even the, the same wrestler who got canceled, I think he even said it. They're wrestlers. They, they, they could get any doctor to say that they have any anything to get whatever prescription they want. Yeah, that's true. But you know what? In the court of public opinion, I think that he's guilty. And that's just what it's going to boil yeah, down to. Pretty much all guilty at this point. Yeah, those damn courts. But, you know, there is one court I'm very proud of because they knew justice was coming. And they gave their verdict to me, which, of course, was not guilty. <laughs> oh, he's gone. And there he no. goes. There he, and he goes. stumbles out like a drunken girl on a Saturday night. On Halcyon. Yikes. On Halcyon. Yikes. <laughs> anyway, thanks. No, 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 no. Let's, no, it wasn't Halcyon. But he definitely stumbled out of there like a girl who had one too many Smirnoff Ices. Oh, he got the natty ice. Ooh, ooh. Boom. Okay, well. He gets iced on the next time I see him. So let's, uh, let's, uh, let's go ahead and wrap this up. Uh. Right. You got anything before we uh, sign out? Uh, anything before we sign out? Honestly, like, um, it's good to get back to the form that we're used to. It's good to um, get back to what uh, is quote unquote normal for us. Is recording the three of us together live. Mm-hmm. Um, at some point, this will turn from Discord to an office, uh, an office slash studio to. Hopefully a giant live audience with the with the crew and maybe a, a band to play for us and stuff like that. So it's an actual concert feel. Uh, but until then, we're still going to be recording here. Uh, we're going to try to, you know, get back to the schedule that we're used to. Yeah. Uh, I want to thank everybody for their patience on this because this has been a long time coming and it's we've hit a couple potholes here and there. But what podcast honestly hasn't? Uh, I love you guys so much. I want everybody to get better um, physically, emotionally, spiritually, mentally. You know, we're all in this together, and the best thing we can do is just keep fighting. Um, mm-hmm. I, I know we usually um, do like a very happy shout out at the end of the episode, but this week, um, th- this week I got to go a little, a uh, little more emotional with it, and. Uh, I got a shout out my uncle, my uncle Beto. Um, he, while we were gone, um, he suffered a brain injury um, about like a week ago, and he was told, well, his family was told that he was not going to survive any procedure, anything that they were normally done to help. Uh, bring down swelling and the pain and all that. So they told his family that he uh, was not going to make it through another day. And they opted to let him go peacefully. And um, I wish the story could be that I ran from work and I made it to the hospital just as they did it. But unfortunately, he lived up north in Santa Rosa and I'm in LA and I can't take, you know, I couldn't take the time off 
Um, I have no bereavement time for this uh, because it's an uncle. It's not a direct family member. So I can't even take time off to to, uh, to deal with it. I have to just go to work and deal with that on my own time. But um, this uncle, uh, my tío Beto, he was basically a second father to me. And as a lot of you guys know who listen in, um, I lost my dad a little under a year before the pandemic started in June of 2019, June 14th, 2019. I lost my father. Um, freak moment. He died in his sleep, thankfully, so he wasn't in pain. He wasn't suffering, but uh, now I suffer because of him. And to lose my, to lose my second dad in the way that I did, basically like another freak accident like i lost my dad it's it's obviously heartbreaking it's obviously a pain that i'm not going to get over anytime soon but the way he died so suddenly so quickly really reaffirms what i want with this podcast which is i want to be able to I want to be able to do this. I want to be able to to have this be something that we all can look back on and say, man, remember when we did that? And have no regrets with it. I have no regrets about anything that we're doing because I love I love this. I love this quote-unquote side gig. I love this side hustle that we're doing. And I want to do it until I can either physically no longer do it or even then – if you can just shove the mic into my brain and and record my thoughts about things, that'd be great too. Um, but let's just, for me and for my uncle, let's love each other a little more this week. You know, if you have people that that you love, that you genuinely are holding in your heart every single day, let's hold them a little tighter this week for me. Because Lord knows we need we need that and we could all use it. Um, to my uncle, who I know he wasn't listening before, but now I know he's listening because he has no other choice. Um, I love you, Theo. You're the best. And that tiger spirit you always carried in your heart, I'm going to carry with me now. I hope you and my dad are upstairs eating some fresh tamales or some amazing pan con pollos up in heaven together talking about the good times and i want you to know i'm gonna take care of my little cousin i'm gonna take care of romario because that's my boy that's my little giant bodybuilder of a cousin and that i love with all my heart and i'm gonna see him soon and yo we got you Forever, El Tigre Merenguero. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the end of the podcast. I love you guys. Paciente y fe. Stay masked up. Black Lives Matter. We love you. And for me, um, speaking on that somber note, my uh, my mom lost her best friend uh, to COVID. And she had been her best friend for many years. Uh, she was very instrumental in 
getting me to a hospital when I needed to be in the hospital when I was like five, um, where I could have died. And to know that she passed away fighting um, makes it a little more emotional, just like you, you know. Um, I unfortunately didn't get to go to the funeral. But I know that, that you know, my mom is hurting, my, my sister, me as well. Um, they're very influential in our lives. Uh, they were like, like I said, my mom's best friend. And she passed away uh, last week. So I, in all honesty, I'm, I'm, I'm asking, you see your loved one, give him a hug. Hold him a little bit tighter. Because we don't know when our last moment, when we draw our last breath will be. We just don't. And I'm sorry that she passed. And it sucks. Because she's my mom's best friend. And I know my mom's hurting. And I love my mom. And I just saw her. And I gave her a hug. But you can't replace a human being that's been in your life for a long time. I mean, her friend saw my sister grow up and so forth. So hold your family members a little bit tighter. Love them. As I say every week, I love you. You're my family. I hope to see you. hope I can give you a hug. Ending this on a really good note. I love you guys. Peace.